Hello, listeners, and welcome to another fine episode of Someone's Microphone Farts at Us, <laughs> better known as the Joypad Podcast. My name is Tom, and I will be your host of honor this evening, as the topic will be mine. But joined with me tonight are Michael Fleming, Michael Pinto, and Megan. And we will get the ball rolling on this fine December evening. Mr. Michael Pinto, what tonight are you enjoying as a beverage? What video games have you been playing? And how you doing? I'm doing just fine. I am drinking a Golden Road Brewing Melon Cart, which is a watermelon wheat ale with the notes of honeydew and cantaloupe. I know that's not how you pronounce that melon, but that's how it's spelled. So, I bought these back in like July. I'm finally finishing them. I don't drink a lot. What have I been playing? I played uh, some Final Fantasy 15, getting back into that because I got a nice shiny new television for which I am preparing to move into the next generation of gaming eventually, you know, like halfway through 2021 or so. Uh, I, I haven't been playing much beyond that. We haven't even played War Selection this week. It's what? No. I know. No. It's been a wild week. It, yeah, I think I think we've all just been busy. and I feel like towards the end of the year, like even if everyone's not busy, everyone just kind of feels like overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. And yeah. given how uh, this year has been, you know, I'm not holding it against anyone. It's just... Everyone can do their own thing. Oh, also, uh, pandemic response, uh, restaurants are going back to takeout only, and lots of things are shutting down, but I work in a restaurant, and I bet we'll be busier. So, we'll see how that goes. Interesting. Yeah. I guarantee it'll be more DoorDash than anything, because everyone's going to be like, I'll make other people get my food for me so they can be exposed to COVID. So, you know, good times. I'm totally not that person. (laughs) yeah (laughs) anyways that's it for me i'm going to pass it off to megan because i know what she played a little bit of and i wish i could hear more about it (laughs) oh boy uh so yeah i picked up cyberpunk uh 27 Honestly, I've really only played about an hour, hour and a half of it, uh, most of which I spent creating my character because, you know, so many choices. And Um, they're junk. Sorry. Yeah, I passed on that option. (laughs) You can actually choose whether or not that's something that you want to do. Um, And I'm like, no, I'm I'm good. I I don't need that. Uh, that, that, it's would you nice like that they make that a skippable junk. choice. <laughs> Listen, the the options. Um, I I don't think I can discuss the options that you can use in that area with our podcast because we're trying to be family friendly. Um, but I'll I'll talk to you guys about it later because it's just all unnecessary, <laughs> all of it. Um, <laughs> but I believe that. <laughs> I I personally feel a little bit overwhelmed by cyberpunk and the amount of information that is thrown at you um, up front. Like, it is really uh, an RPG to its core. Like, it really reminds me a lot of tabletop RPGs uh, Mm. with stats and buffs and everything with um, your clothing, which is also your armor. Uh, And there are a lot of options as far as progressing your character skill-wise. So... um, 
it's been kind of a rough week, so I didn't want to put a ton of time into it. But yeah, I've been playing Cyberpunk, uh, and I've still been working through Persona 5. I actually ended up in the place where I left off last time I played it, so we all know where this is going. If I get sucked into Cyberpunk, I'll have to replay Persona again from the beginning <laughs> a year from now. Uh, It'll happen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's uh, really it for gaming among us, usually on the weekends. Uh, yeah. Uh, and as a beverage of choice, as always, I have an unsweetened tea, but from Duncan this time. Yeah. Are you sure it's unsweetened if it's from Duncan? I feel like they probably snuck in at least three <laughs> sugar packets. No, no. Honestly, there, there's nothing in it. Sometimes I do ask for it unsweetened, and I'm like, this totally has sugar in it. <laughs> um but no, it's it's legit. Uh, so yeah, that's enough for me. I'm going to pass it to uh, one Michael Fleming. How are you doing? What are you drinking? What are you playing? I'm doing okay. Doing well, even, I would say. Wow. I am drinking, yes, I am drinking my final bottle of Sam Adams Winter Lager. Not sponsored, but it's tasty <laughs> nonetheless. I have been playing Among Us. I actually have not touched War Selection at all, but that's Tom Get Ready. Because I bought Madden 21 for PC. Oh, yeah. There I have some complaints. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah. Because this game do. is not that good. They have <laughs> a lot of uh, very buggy things that are still occurring. So to recap, I... <laughs> Welcome to every Madden. I, I know. Welcome to every Madden. But <laughs> it's gotten worse. So I've played... For the viewers and for you guys, because I don't think I've ever really told th- told you this, I used to play tons of Madden as a kid, like 2005, 2006. So I know in one of our previous episodes, I mentioned like Superstar mode, um, that was back in like 06 or so, where you would actually get to choose your position. You would go into the draft, they would do the whole draft, and you know you would um, be able to play as only that position, which was really cool. It was super unique. Like I said, about 2006 was the first time that I remember it came out. Like, I played another Madden 2017. I think that was the last one for PS3 that was available. So I got that because I just wanted to play more Madden and I hadn't played in 10 years. Um, And then it's always right around December where I'm like, I really want to play Madden because I'm watching football. And, like, it just just always happens to me in December. So I start looking and I'm like, I'm going to get the latest one on PC. I'll play it there. And um, (laughs) there's a lot of bugs in that game still. So, like... The game, I'm playing Face of the Franchise because that's the most superstar mode um, first because you can play franchise anytime you want, as long as you want. Um, And they say that I'm on the Falcons, which I'm not on the Falcons. (laughs) I am on the Texans. You don't ever play a full season. You just play a couple games, which is really weird to me too. You don't play from, you know, I'm playing as a quarterback, but you don't play as quarterback vision like mode where you're playing as that player you can control other ones which let me tell you if you don't have a controller is very very difficult to make sure you don't accidentally you know take over that player or mess up that player's you know receivers you know trajectory for example so it's been very frustrating um and and that's not even to go into the fact that the game has like balls bouncing off of people and getting picked (laughs) off like ultra fast reactions and like i'm not even on all madden i'm on all pro which is what i've played you know all the time and it's shouldn't be that difficult (laughs) to summarize i'm just like i I like the game because it's still madden it's still nfl and football but they just i think are going in the wrong direction with some of the stuff they're doing 
Um, so yeah, I, the bugs in face of the franchise are definitely the worst in the entirety of the game. Um, I think there were a couple times where it was telling me that like I was going up against some player and he was like on my team or something like that. Yeah, like, well, I've also heard like the, that. the commentators say things that like don't make any sense. Like, he's struggling. I've been sacked once, and I've thrown six touchdowns. I'm probably fine. And also in face of the franchise, like, my first season, I even though I won the games that I got to play when my when the starter got injured, they still put me as a backup again, which I was like, okay. You know, skip that the rest of the season, basically. And then after that, in the next season, I'm like a 98, like, top two quarterback. And then I get injured, and I'm back down to, like, a 70-something overall. And I'm not playing well in the next season. So I missed the whole next season, basically, because of that. And it wasn't, like, an injury, like, me playing, and I was, like, always um, scrambling and got hit. It's just the fact that that's how they decided to make the story go. And I didn't even get to see it happen or anything. So, like, I don't know. And it's just... That's really interesting because it's very different from how, like, my character's face of the franchise is. Oh, really? Where I've, like, won the Super Bowl, like, twice. Oh, or... no, I've won the, no, so actually, I won I don't the Super know Bowl I... twice. I, I did win the Super Bowl twice. I actually just won the Super Bowl earlier today, so congrats to me. Great job. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> thank you. But I just, I, I don't want this to be a, a uh, you know. Um, sl- like slam fast podcast or anything. I'm just, I'm just. <laughs> They're bad. Disapp- we all know it. I'm disappointed in the fact that the you know if someone's like what of trying to that game out as like a trial, which I almost did because I know there's a free trial, and you play face of the franchise and you get through like the high school period, um, co- early college or so. I don't know exactly where that cuts off. Um, all that was great. There was an actual storyline. There was actual voice dialogue. And then it's like, okay, go to the NFL. I'm like, yeah, I want to go to the NFL, thinking I'd see Tommy Matthews again, the, you know, your rival. Yeah, that was weird. He's gone. He doesn't He's show just up. gone. Yeah. <laughs> and like, it's, and I hated that guy too. <laughs> I hated him as well. But yeah, so I know I'm getting into but this way late. I know that I'm now. I'm just piling on because I've read plenty of Reddit threads about people that were super disappointed. The game is rated really poorly, actually. On on most things, Steam has it as mixed, but. I knew Tom, you would appreciate this. These complaints. We can talk more. Um, oh yeah. Everyone that has played EA games knows the way EA and specifically the Madden franchise has gone. Um, I'm still happy because I got to play some football, you know, which is always fun without getting hit, which is also fun too. Um, <laughs> so it's been enjoyable, but at the same time, it's just like, ugh, come on, someone else needs to buy the rights and start making their own Madden games that are better please <laughs> anyway tom what's our true topic or do you have any thoughts on this ea complaint fest that i had to go on well first of all tonight i'm drinking out of a fine ale horn that i was given by my mother-in-law uh, as a christmas gift that arrived a little bit early but i'm drinking a let me hold up the can because it's very interesting to me black matter coffee stout which i think is pretty cool that is like a nice design isn't it you can't even see there's like a very geometric kind of like pattern in the middle it's nice. kind of hard to see against the yeah it's it's delicious i have i've basically been playing among us and uh, more of pokemon with my wife in the living room which has been really cool on the double switch setup um <laughs> we've caught all kinds of legendary pokemon and um, that's actually um what kind of got me thinking about tonight's topic which i would like to discuss being the gift of game whether in game or outside of game so different gifts that you give or receive in a game uh or gifts that you've given someone to enable their gaming 
whether it's a game or a peripheral or something like that, or something you've received in real life that's really been a great kind of gaming gift. Um, and actually, Fleming, you kind of played into one thing I have thought about, which I'll start with the, the negative side, and then I'll go to the positive side um, of some different things. But the negative, um, Madden actually always focuses on one area because it's their cash cow, and that is Madden Ultimate Teams. Madden Ultimate Teams always gives gifts just about every week or every couple of weeks and especially around the holidays uh, of these little tiny kind of drip feed cards that you need to activate other cards and play through to get other things. Or you can just buy packs to get better things to, you know, complete sets and get these really good players that you can use in your head-to-head Madden Ultimate Teams challenges and matchups online. Um, it's awful. <laughs> it's, it's really just the worst thing. Uh, it's very EA, though. EA's really bought into the whole microtransaction thing. And um, I don't know if you guys are familiar with the idea of a, a, a gotcha game. Gacha game. I forget how it's pronounced. No. But the idea, basically, um, is that you have like an in-game currency, you spend it to uh, summon X number of units or tokens or something. And in a lot of these games, you have to combine them to make the super ultra hyper rare thing that's normally at like a 1% drop rate or something like that. Oh, so you're talking about every mobile game ever. <laughs> I, I sure, sure am. But Madden Ultimate Teams also does this. It's basically the exact same thing. <laughs> now, if you're patient, they always will give you enough things over time to basically build like a 95 overall team by the time the game is done and they're going to put out another game. But who's patient like that if you're into the competitive aspect of that game? Um, it, it gets really hard. So I, I think that's a, a point of frustration with that. I think that's a case where I'm giving you a gift, but it's really to try and get you hooked on this crack cocaine Meanwhile, in more pleasant gifts that I've received, which is actually what got me thinking about this, my wife and I have been playing Pokemon, and there is a delightful feature. I don't know what generation they introduced it, but it's called Surprise Trade. You send out literally anything. Anything at all. It could be a Magikarp that you caught in a pond, and it frequently is. And someone else will send something else back into the world, and you'll get that. There are a lot of people that do the Magikarp thing. There are a lot of people that'll do EVs or, you know, they'll breed their starter Pokemon so that you can end up with all three starters, which is fantastic since that used to be a really difficult thing to do. Or you can find the absolute shining diamond out there of weird people that run websites which are trying to make money off of people to inject Pokemon or something. But... The fun thing that they do is they will send out legendary Pokemon at level 100 that are holding Master Balls. <laughs> and I feel no ethical obligation to refuse such a gift. Um, <laughs> so as soon as they show up, even though they have terrible names, hey, plus one Master Ball for me, plus one fun little shiny thunderous or weird Pokemon that I'm never ever going to use in my entire life that I just think is kind of neat. Uh, we almost make a game of it. It's like, hey, did you get that guy again? Yep, here he comes. <laughs> this is <laughs> so. Um, I don't know if we've been tremendously lucky with that. Um, I'm sure it's some marketing strategy by them because the Pokemon are all named after whatever website they're running. But it's it's still enjoyable. It's still like a fun thing to just put out 
whatever and, and get something uh something nice in return something great even when it's a legendary pokemon holding but a that's not ball. even like i mean it's a gift but it's not in the sense that i i think of gifts because um my wife and and i played pokemon too and she played um shield and i played sword so i think the pokemon that you find are a little bit different um so I know at one point I found, I think Eevee, I don't remember if it was Eevee or something else, but I think I found an Eevee, maybe a Pikachu, um, and she hadn't found one yet when she was playing. And she was like, oh my God. So I was like, well, I'll send it to you. Like, I'll, you know, we'll figure this out and get get you that Pokemon. And like, I didn't expect anything of it. Now, granted, she's my wife, but like, I've done this, you know, similar things um, with you guys in stardew valley or in uh daisy even like it's like oh hey you know i was playing earlier before you got on and i you know killed a guy that had a pkp you know pinto i know you love pkps do you want to have the pkp instead of me selling it you know so like even those things like those just basic interactions where it's just like here you go kind of keeps uh you know the generosity flowing especially at this time of year I think we could also throw back in a, a similar manner, Fleming, to a game that we've played and posted on our YouTube channel, Diablo 3, <laughs> where we're yeah. constantly finding items for one another and, and yeah. uh, giving the gift of Jonathan's handsome pants. Yeah, it's a great it's a great example. I think anything where you're getting randomized items or weapons or, or whatever um, and you're playing with friends is a perfect example of just like you know oh no go ahead and take it you know I, I i know you need it to complete x or you know do y or even you just think it's really cool so like if you find two suvs but you want the red one that's fine man you can take the red one i'll take the black one <laughs> it accents my hair <laughs> i'm still stuck on tobs talking about the pokemon having really weird names and i'm imagining like a ho oh but it's named like flex tape it's like <laughs> you got flex tape. It's holding a master ball. It, it it's it's more like Jimmy John's Emporium of Pokemon dot com is like the name that, of the guy that you'll get. Jimmy I don't want to put the actual. Why are they advertising? Because then they're advertising sandwiches and not their website. <laughs> uh, great Gonzo marketing opportunity, Jimmy John's dot com. Just saying, it's right. gonna happen. We brought it up on the podcast. <laughs> Though actually, Jimmy John's goes strong into Pokemon advertising. <laughs> I've never had Jimmy John's. It's not around here, so it's pretty good. It's a sandwich. Though, the end. Actually, to that point, <laughs> sorry, Tom. I know I'm jumping back to EA really quickly. Um, have you like noticed in a lot of like the highlight scenes, like they're holding up the uh, Microsoft Surface and stuff like that, in in some of the cutscenes? Have you noticed them? <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, and I <laughs> yeah. I know that Microsoft actually paid the NFL to use the Surface and I remember um, hearing about it cuz Bill Belichick like threw one or something and Microsoft yep. was upset with him. But um <laughs> you know, I wonder like that kind of advertising, I wonder if they actually have to pay for, you know, to to put those things in there still. Cuz like if I was EA, I'd be like, "Hey, <laughs> you want to have your Surface?" I don't know. Yeah. I think they get money for some of that. I think EA does get money. Like, because Snickers, I think, has some mm -hmm. sort of thing in there because yep. they'll have random Snickers commercials. Which, to. hey, how, mu how much do you love a game that you pay, like, 60 bucks for that also includes commercials for Snickers as a part of the game? <laughs> Listen, it, Death Stranding, how much do you love Norman Reedus that you advertise <laughs> Ride <laughs> on the glass and, and monster the energy yeah. drink? Yep. <laughs> Final Fantasy 15. Ramen or cup noodle. God, I love cup noodles so cup much. Noodles. It's the best meal ever. Coleman camping gear. Yep. 
We could do an entire episode just about like I... the way advertising has infiltrated. Yeah, let's save that. Let's jump back to games. Oh, I, ju- I just want to mention like. I'm sorry, is your target audience as a camping gear supplier gamers? Like, that seems a little, <laughs> a little uh, you know, I don't know. Wrong, wrong uh, market research. I, I haven't gone camping in, like, over a decade, so. Listen, I'll you don't you get camping. this pasty white camping, flesh camping. going outdoors. <laughs> oh, that's funny. I've also seen you looking like a lobster, Megan, from being in the sun too that's much. That's also why so. I don't go outside. <laughs> Sweet, sweet roofs. <laughs> but I, I think the idea of gift giving, like, that, I guess you could, I don't know if you would call it gift giving, but that was, like, the basis of all, like, old school RPGs. Because that was your quest. It was like, oh, well, you need to give the farmer a shovel so he can give you a cabbage so you can feed the cabbage to a donkey so the donkey will move so you can go rescue the princess. Yeah. Which is fine. Yeah. I don't, I don't, <laughs> I just, I, I, I think, I don't know, like, I like it more like, you know, we've all played Stardew Valley, where you give gifts to make people love you, and that's also, like, how Harvest Moon was, that's part of why I like those games so much, is because I want people to like me, and if I just walked <laughs> up to, like, someone in a new town, and I was like, yo, I grew this tomato, I want you to have it, they'd be like, cool, never speak to me again. But in Stardew Valley, they're like, oh, I love tomatoes. Thank you. I like, got you this rock. I, f- I feel closer to you as a person now. But if you're in a bar, though, Tom, or excuse me, Pinto, and you buy a beer and you give it to a random person when you know that they're an alcoholic and they love you for it. <laughs> anyone that's played Stardew Valley that's watching when, is... When you're in town and it's a young child's birthday and you hand him a beer. I didn't know it was his birthday. <laughs> This is the greatest thing we've done in Stardew Valley, by the way. <laughs> that may be maybe in the top uh top one or two, yeah, definitely. I just I it it gives me a validation that I don't get in real life, I guess, basically. <laughs> like I, I love giving gifts to people in real life. Like around Christmas time, I like giving gifts more than I like receiving gifts. But I also don't know what to buy people a lot of the time. And it feels yeah. highly impersonal to just be like, here's an Amazon gift card. Go nuts. I don't know. Yeah, I, I that's my struggle with, with gift giving outside of games. It's like, I don't know what to get you. Or, if, or I think the other challenge, too, and this is probably just all gamers in general. You know, most games are like 60 bucks. And mm-hmm. then if you go even higher, we talked about this two weeks ago or three weeks ago in the deals um, podcast, where it's like, you know, I can't go and buy Pinto a PS5, no matter how much he'd love it. You know, us three together can't get him a Switch and, like, you know, make his can't day or kind won't. of thing. Well, <laughs> I, I know the answer to that reasonably. question. Reason, reasonably. I think I, reasonably, but also I think that that would, at least for me, if you guys all were like, here's a Switch, Mike, because yeah. I know how bad you want it, I'd feel bad about it. Yeah. It's unrealistic expectations, and then when they're met, you feel like a jerk. Right. You're like, I didn't want you to spend that much on me. I mean, I love it, but... Uh... but yeah, exactly. Gifts, gifts need to be able to be reciprocated. Yes. You don't yes. want to get someone something and then feel empty-handed at the gesture. Which is yeah. why, if I go back to something like DayZ, like, if I was like, hey, you know, I saved up and, and was able to buy... You know, in the game, um, just by playing the game, you can collect certain things for your, you know, party. I could be like, hey, Pinto, you can only buy the PKP at the store in this server, but 
I played an extra hour and I got one, so I wanted to give it to you because I know you like it. Like that almost means as much as a, you know, maybe not as much, but you know what I mean. It almost feels like buying an actual physical product. It doesn't mean as much as a PS5. Shut up, Tom. It doesn't. <laughs> It doesn't mean as much as the Switch, no, but, like, you put in the time. And that's I put the in the time thing. thinking about you specifically to give you that item. Like, that that means something. Now, if you go and die right away, I might be a little pissed off, but I would, you know what I mean, though. Hey, like, man, it, I was pretty good at that game. You were very good, especially at the PKP. You were very, very good. <laughs> but, yeah, it's just, it's one of those kind of things. Like, I don't know. I like I like giving gifts, and, and I especially like giving gifts in games like that to, like, get people started too so i know that in a lot of games like you know it's like i don't know if i want to play you're so much further ahead than me or or whatever Mm -hmm. even just the gift of your time explaining the game and teaching someone like okay so this is how you you know build out your skill tree in something like diablo i don't know and here's you know a starting staff that i saved like hoping you'd play with me and here's you know the one that i have for you when you're level 40 so you have to put in a few hours to get there that's how a lot of like MMOs worked for me. Yep. Like that's how I exactly. actually really got into it was Star Wars Galaxies was my first one and it's really it was really hard to get into that game. Mm-hmm. It's super hard, but there were people at like the Starport that were just like, "Hey, join our group. We'll give you 50,000 credits and we'll give you armor and we'll get you set up." And I did it and they gave me the stuff and they got me set up. And eventually I was like a council member in that guild for like a little bit, you know, but it was like just a selfless gift, obviously with the intent of recruiting people to their group, Mm -hmm. but they were able to do that and make my experience in that game fun where it wouldn't have been. Otherwise I would have been lost. Yeah. It's like a back to quick to Daisy. It's like anyone that's played Daisy knows how much, running and just moving like from one side of the map to the other and just how long that takes and if you're a brand new player all you want to do is go to the northwest airfield which is going to take you half an hour to run is and your first time you have no idea what you're doing so like and you're also yeah you're also just going to die right when you get there. yeah probably. are you going to die right when you get there so like one thing that i did a lot was especially like when i got kind of i don't want to say bored of the game but essentially bored i was really good at flying planes so i'd be like hey guys i found you know a biplane i'm picking people up at the you know balada airfield and i'll fly you up to the northwest airfield just parachute when we get there so like as we go like i would talk to them be like thank you for taking whatever my name was in the game. I switch my name so often, you know, airlines, uh, please prepare to disembark. And like everybody in there is like, (laughs) okay, we're ready. And then just like people start parachuting out of the plane (laughs) as I flew past. So like I would drop 10 people or whatever at the Northwest airfield. And then they're they're all all dead. You just see killed, killed, yeah, you just see killed, 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 killed. And you're just like, okay, I'll pick y'all up again. That's fine. I had fun. I was thinking of your current name and war selection yes. as you were saying your airline <laughs> name, and it gave me a giggle. Uh, this is Remember Mitt Romney. <laughs> yes. I was thinking of the. I know you were. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I, I just I think the the um, the overall uh, theme of this though is that it's a good way to get some human interaction with strangers, which I know personally for me, um, Penta, you're probably nodding your head at this is one of the hardest things for me to do to talk to a stranger. So the idea of just being able to be like, Hey, you know, random dude, you're just starting out. Oh, here you go. Here's some stuff. And you know, the guy's like, Oh, thanks. So, you know, I appreciate it. Like it's a great way to break the ice and like feels less, um, imposing as 
even buying a beer for someone in the in a bar that you're probably never going to see again. I just I find it easier to you know talk to people online in that regard. Yeah. Don't buy beer for other people. Drink it yourself. No, I was Don't just going to say. Don't buy beer it's, for it's, people. Is that what you said? <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> only buy only buy beer for yourself. Yes. Or your friends. I'd really l- almost like to see more of the uh, relationship mechanic that's kind of built into Stardew Valley uh, into other sorts of RPG games. It would be kind of nice to see more of like a friendship management, if not relationship management aspect of, of some games. There's a little bit of that in um, like Fire Emblem games where you choose to talk to different companions. I don't know if the gift giving is as much a, a big part of it. Persona uses it um, as far as like you, you gain confidants and to increase your rank or relationship with them. Um, or if you want to pursue them romantically because you can do that. Uh, you can buy gifts for certain characters um, to increase your bond and by unlocking levels with your confidant, that also opens up different skills for you and abilities depending on like what you're using to fight with, which is really cool. Isn't that fun? Like yeah. there, there's there's something nice about artificially creating bonds with characters that don't really exist in games. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um I, I intentionally said it that way, but it it really does. I'm not I'm not being facetious. No, 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 it really no. does feel nice. Um, but there are certain characters that you might like more than others because of like whatever they're putting out in the game. It's it it's funny. Like you know, I'm interacting with NPCs like I would with people in the real world sometimes. Like mm, I don't really care for you. I'm only talking to you because I have to. Um, and others, it's like you're really cool, and I appreciate what you're saying and what you're doing. I look forward to doing that in Cyberpunk. <laughs> yeah, because you know there's going to be a lot of that in that yeah. game too. We we already bought it. And nice. Haven't played it yet, but yeah. I mean, I, I guess the only kind of thread we haven't tugged at too much is the the whole kind of fetch quest thread, which Pinto talked about earlier. Mm-hmm. And I, it, it's definitely an RPG staple. I, I think of it almost like that, like red paperclip idea, where oh, like. Yeah somebody just trades red paperclip and gets some sort of like expensive thing at the end. The idea is they guess to trade it like 20,000 times. There's some internet website dedicated to oh, this yeah, where somebody know, actually did this. Right. Just, there yeah. was, there was an episode of the office about it. Just go watch that. <laughs> <laughs> you have until December 31st on Netflix. Well, I guess it'll probably go to Peacock. And anyway, <laughs> I think even like the golden chocobo, like Knights of the round quest and like final fantasy seven really revolved around that same kind of concept, particularly, you know, you needed to, to breed one type of chocobo then breed another type of chocobo then kind of keep going and going and going and you needed specific greens for certain stuff if i remember right it was um, it was nuts specific nuts i was gonna make a a rude joke but we're family friendly (laughs) i i laugh childishly at nuts so it's fine listen um my greatest uh, fetch quest achievement lately has been in Death Stranding when I finally met Conan O'Brien and he gave me an otter helmet. Did you pee outside his house, though? Yeah. Nice. Why wouldn't I? <laughs> Having never snow, played this game, I'm, I'm very confused, but... I hope I, for all Death Stranding, you know, listeners, they're probably like, yeah. It's one giant fetch quest. Conan O'Brien's actually in the game, yes, right? yeah. Like that's the thing. He's yeah. not Conan O'Brien, so, but like, yeah, his he is in the game as a character. He's Bone and O'Crying. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> he lives with a, uh, a cosplayer. Nice. That's pretty great, yeah. actually. 
<laughs> so yeah, I don't know. Maybe, maybe we'll think a little bit more about other kind of fetch quest threads that we've run through over time. I don't really have any others that are coming specifically to mind. I know, you know, Zelda kind of does a lot of that yeah, with like yeah, the Master true. Sword. Vigoron kind of Sword. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I always remember it blowing my mind when I could take the Master Sword and get it turned into the Tempered Sword. Oh, yeah. And uh, the Forge in uh, A Link to the Past. Remember that, right? Yep, and then you could um, buy the big bomb and meet the fat fairy and she would give you the golden sword. I'm not being rude. The they well. actually called her the fat fairy. She was transformed to be fat, though. Ah. English is the strong suit of many Japanese game developers. Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you. <laughs> This guy are sick. <laughs> Somebody set up us the bomb. All your base are belong to us. I don't need to belabor the point. Are there any others that you guys wanted to discuss on this uh, particular podcast? Maybe uh, sometime in the near future we can get more into the external side of giving in games. Well, We're actually that's, giving. That's actually what I was about to bring up because just last night um, I got a message from one of my sisters saying, uh, "Would you want to play a game with me?" and your other sister sometime and i was like yeah like I, I don't know what are you playing she's like oh we've been playing overcooked 2 and i was like oh, oh nice. like i played overcooked 1 I, I don't have it though like and she's like i will buy it for you if you will play it with us i was like okay christmas present you know <laughs> and i just like the idea of like it uh, you know we touched on it earlier that games are expensive so it's yeah. kind of hard to like buy someone a game but it's a really sweet gesture to just be like I want to play this game with you, so I'm going to buy it. Yeah. Like, in the case of Overcooked, it was, like, $12. So I'm not... If it was 60 bucks, I would have been like, no, don't do that. Please don't do that. Right. But, like, $12, I'm like, yeah, of course. And we played it last night, and it was fun, you know? I mean, the way you look at it is, like, they could... you They could take you out to Chipotle or to other, you know, uh, major... Uh, food places that could sponsor us and um (laughs) (laughs) your restaurant name here very subtle (laughs) yes um but you know that's a a fast casual place is going to be about twelve dollars that's what i was basically getting at well yeah if you get guacamole if you get guacamole and i always do um (laughs) but you know like that you could have done that or you could spend the night playing games together and like, and also then potentially later on too. So yeah. Like, in future, I'm not going to be able to eat that burrito again, you yeah. know, but you can certainly play, you know, overcooked more than once. So it's the same. I mean, you didn't buy it for me, but you told me multiple times to get Stardew Valley, which I probably would never have bought myself, but you're like, Hey, you should get it. Cause you can play with me and, and Tom at the time. And I was like, Okay, it's it's relatively cheap. I'll get it, and we'll. we'll and then it was the only game I could play in California, (laughs) and that was also that was also true. So it was perfect. (laughs) Well, and I think like um, it was your birthday or something, Pinto, and we realized that there was a survival mode and war selection. We all wanted to try it out, and I think I got you that. Yeah, it was like eight bucks. Yeah, it was like eight bucks. It was kind of a buzz. Survival mode's not that great, but it was fun to try out. Yeah, yeah, we we had fun with it. I mean, it's it's hey for eight bucks i'm happy to like do something like that and it's kind of like a nice little like i don't want to say like lighten your life but like just a little kind of like moment of joy that you get from a you know being able to share an experience yeah, like that. It, yeah. it's yeah. like how i'm gonna buy doki doki literature club for fleming so we can play for the <laughs> oh, youtube channel boy. that'll be a moment of joy in my life <laughs> i know <laughs> of course stay tuned for that everyone <laughs> 
That, I I'm I will. I'll buy it for you. I just I finally watched the Game Grumps play it. That was a light in my life. Oh man, I was I was losing my mind. It was so good. It's really good. Uh, that's one of my favorite series that they've done. Honestly, I, I kind of brought it up earlier, but and we kind of went like on the ham end of the spectrum, but we bought another Switch and another copy of Pokemon so that my wife and I could play Pokemon <laughs> together. Yeah. So. I remember I mean, going out and but... buying like a second, you know, because, you know, with, you know, Nintendo, now you have to buy another console. But back in the day, you could just buy another controller and be like, hey, be, will you be my Diddy Kong? If I am Donkey Kong. And I was like, wait, no, I want to be Diddy because he jumps further. Yeah, that, that's what Hell we did yeah. with the PS5. Like, one of the first things we bought was a second controller so we could play some games together. Uh, me and my fiancé, which is nice. It didn't even come with a charging wire. Way <laughs> to go, didn't. Sony. <laughs> 80 bucks, and it doesn't even come with a charging wire. Yep. I'm sorry, guys, but uh, Rock Band is uh, missing yes. the fourth controller, the final guitar to complete the uh, the set. We totally got that set up so that we could all play together back yep, in college. I remember. And we, we kind of shared like some of those costs, too, back in the day. There was a lot of that because we were all starving college kids. Oh, no, but we, we wanted we to play not, rock band together. We were not starving, man. We went to Taco Bell plenty of times. <laughs> we were also just not sponsored. Yeah. Welcome to do and, so. Okay, I, this is like a, a major tangent, but I just want to bring it up because a lot of my coworkers are in college now, and I'm an old man, but like... We're talking, I'm talking to them about college, and I'm like, what is day. it with the dining halls closing early? The marketplace closed at like 8 o'clock. College kids are up until like 2, 2 a.m. at least. Yep. Why would yep. you close the cafeteria that early? Because they had adults that were working and wanted <laughs> yeah. to go home. I mean, well, yeah. and to save on food costs of not having to supply people with food at that point in Look, time. Look, stop poking <laughs> logical holes in my argument. I'm just saying, like, it was Sorry. annoying no. that it, it we had valid, to go spend money question. if we wanted to eat past 8 o'clock. Your argument is sound. <laughs> well, also because, like, I mean, breakfast was my favorite meal, but I just oh, like, yeah. never woke up enough to get to a class and get breakfast. So. Nope. I couldn't wake up early enough to get to a class. Yeah, Tom and I had trouble getting up in time to go to like our two p.m. classes. But we were we were accountability buddies that were more like enablers. Yeah, we really were. We're like, oh, he's still sleeping. All right, whatever. I guess I'll go back and sleep too. Good times. We we were going through some some stuff back back during that time. We gave each other the gift of sleep in that case. I, I miss the gift of sleep. I'll take more of that. Yeah, uh, you can call it sleep, but I think for both of us, it, it was more like depression comas. So yeah, it's true. Well, since that fun tangent, um, I I think we could um, maybe revisit our kind of gift giving outside of uh, the game at some point too. I think there's maybe still a little bit more there, but I think we had a nice round discussion on in-game and out-of-game giving. Tis the season. Uh, if you have the means and would like to make the day of one of your friends or family, consider getting them a little game that you guys could play together. Um, even just like the $5 character pack in Among Us is kind of fun. And then they don't have to deal with uh, ads. <laughs> so we're going to go play that in a little bit. Anyway, um, I am going to plug all the things now. So if you like us, if you love us, if you want to be our best friends, Ooh. check us out on Facebook 
and Twitter and Instagram at JoyPadPod. Check us out on YouTube at JoyPad. Check us out on Podcatchers is the word. I always think that's a weird word <laughs> uh, on JoyPad Podcast. What am I missing? Email if you want to do the email. Our emails joypadpod at gmail.com. Um, send us an email. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you don't like. Try to send me a set stack of buttermilk pancakes through email. I'll eat them if you can do it. <laughs> if you would like to play games with us or anything like that, you know, reach out. We, we're we're nice people, I promise. Yeah, we need three more people to start playing in war selection tournaments. So yes, we do. That's true. Six v six, we will tear it up. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> what? Well, uh, like you might think we're exaggerating, but we consistently win like three v seven games, so yeah. we are pretty good. <laughs> I'm top twenty five, or I was top twenty five or so players. So you can learn something. Yeah, <laughs> I'll teach you. Anyway, um, did I miss anything else? No, I don't think so. Any final words? Remember Mitt Romney. <laughs> <laughs> Would, would anyone like the gift of the outro from me to you? It's all you, sir. Yes. Why break right. tradition? I, I will give the gift of the outro to myself and tell you all <laughs> to stay joyful. Bye. Bye. Goodbye. Bye.